0: Welcome to the Take Six Podcast. Hello, Toronto. Welcome to the Take Six Podcast. I'm Hunter Surplus, and as always, on the other line, Callum Wise. What's going on, everybody? Callum, as you know, it is my favorite time of year NBA is back, baby. Oh, yeah. It is better back, baby. Better than Christmas. Way better than Christmas. and So we're, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday, October 17th. If you didn't know, now you know the Raptors' first game of the season is tonight. Kawhi Leonard is a damn Raptor, Callum. It still, still blows my mind. He uh, is, is a, a damn Raptor. Raptor, uh, I, I mean, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I watched a little bit of the Celtics Philly game last night. I couldn't really catch the, couldn't really catch the the Warriors OKC game because a little past my bedtime. When you got at eight AM the next day. So what this podcast is today, gonna do a season preview of the Raptors, just like we did with the Leafs. We're gonna do a season preview of the Raptors. We're gonna you know talk a little bit about where they're going to place in the east, how we think they're going to make out in the playoffs, you know, who their competition is going to be. We'll talk about their best lineup and uh, you know, just a little bit about other players. I'm sure we'll get into a lot more than that because, you know, us our, us rambling all the time. That's probably well, what we're going to do. Guys, yeah. yeah. So, if this is your first time listening to Take 6, welcome. Thank you for listening. There's three of us. Um, unfortunately, Keel can't make it today because It's midterm season. Frankly, Uh, midterm season sucks when you're in university, but that's what we are. We're university students. We are fans. We love Toronto sports, and you know, we're just trying to give a fan's perspective, a young fan's perspective, because that's really what we are. We love sports. We love Toronto. So this is the most fitting podcast if you are the same way. Callum, let's jump right into it. Enough of my dumbass talking. (laughs) I've had enough. I've had enough. Enough talking. Enough. It's basketball time, baby. So, oh, oh, I'm excited, man. Kawhi Leonard's a Raptor. What do you think, before we hop into, you know, their standing and stuff, what do you think's more important? Do you think the regular season is going to be more important this year? Or do you think next offseason is going to be the more important part? This regular season's going to be unbelievable like this could be the first time that this franchise gets into the finals which would be amazing and the off season might be a little more important than that just because keeping Kawhi Leonard is potentially the biggest signing in Raptors history and by potentially I mean it will be the biggest signing in Raptors history and he will be the most talented Raptor of all time even though he's even if he's only here for a year, he will be the most talented raptor of all time, and that's you know, that's not that's saying something. It really is. So, Cal, sorry for rambling again. What do you think? What's more important, the off season or the regular season? Well, like
1: I kind of agree with you, in a way. Like the off season will be extremely important because I don't think, even though we got Kawhi and this team, that we'll be able to dethrone the Warriors because like they got they got Boogie in the offseason that's he's like top three bigs in the league so I don't think like that was just like for them it was security to ensure that they keep winning but I, I feel Boogie won't stay there past a the year I think he just wants a ring and then he's going to actually like go to a team and try to build it because that's like who he is like he, he went to New Orleans he was on the Kings who were terrible and I feel like this off season is tied into this season. If this season is a great and we can show Kawhi that we're the team that we say we are, and then he'll stay here to like to win titles with us. I feel like this season is going to determine the off season. If we do extremely well, then he might he more so want to stay in Toronto as opposed to like if we have the same year we always do like do well. During the season and then go to the playoffs, lose, repeat is is not going to be good for him. Like he won't want to stay here. But if we do great in the in the season, go into the playoffs, get to the finals, even take a few games off Golden State, you never know. um, Then he'll want to stay here. I think that's so. Like it's both preseason, like everything off season playoffs regular season everything will tie into the decision that Kawhi makes
0: it's so hard to even try to determine which is more important because this could be the year. like if he leaves this is the one year that the raptors have an absolute superstar a top five player in the league mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if if he can stay then the off season was the most important part of this season i think it just determines on how or it, you know the determination will come from how it plays out. I think, and it's. It, oh, I'm just man. I love this guy, Kawhi Leonard. I've, as you know, like has always been one of my favorite players. Last year, I kind of lost a little respect for him uh, after doing what he did with the the Spurs, but he's so good. He's such oh, a yeah. talented player. What do you think the chances are of us keeping him? Like, what do you think? has to happen for us to keep this guy like do you think we have to kind of make the finals do you think like what do you think
1: i well i think we have to make the final i think that's completely if we don't do that then he's gone because if we can't make the finals against like there's mainly two teams really like washington is on the brink but not really there but Philly, who's a young team, who showed how young they were in the last playoffs, and they didn't really do that well. Um, And then Boston, if anything, like last night, Kyrie was bad. He was really bad. And Gordon is still fresh off an injury. I mean, there's a whole season in between now and then, but this team we have should not have that much trouble getting to the finals because Kawhi can defend anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, he can defend Kyrie. He can defend Gordon Hayward. He can defend Tatum. All of those players he can defend. And I think if we don't make the finals, then he'll probably leave. But there has been signs of him, like, wanting to stay here. Like, him buying a house instead of renting is a big tell. Um, Danny Green also saying that, like, it won't be hard for Kawhi to stay here because Toronto's such a great place. Who is a teammate that he's been with pretty much his entire career? So I don't, I don't know. Like it's hard to say. Like especially because it's Kawhi. Like this guy doesn't say anything. He th- during his interview, like the only thing we really got was he's got a weird ass laugh. So like I don't know. It's it's kind of like I I feel like if we don't make the finals, then it will be a much tougher sell to get him to stay.
0: Yeah, I mean. I like I 100% agree with that but potentially an Eastern Conference Finals appearance can you know entice him because the offseason after this one like if he's looking that far the offseason after this one can mean a lot as well because Lowry's contract's going to be up you know Ibaka's contract's yeah. going to be up all these guys that will be losing, that's like, that's all, that's 60 million almost right there that we'll be getting off the bucks, And that's, you know, that's a superstar and a half. That's two superstars right there that you can add to this Toronto team.
1: If, and we already we already have replacements for exactly. them. Exactly.
0: Like, if Kawhi's here and, you know, maybe a guy like AD is available or if Kevin Durant signs a one-and-one, one, I, I, like, obviously this is a stretch. But potentially uh,
1: Atta is coming up it, on his contract. Exactly.
0: Like if any of these guys can, you know, potentially be swayed by a good Raptors team, you never know. You really never know. But what I'm what I think kind of he needs to do to to stay and this is like pretty much solely on on Kawhi, is that I think if he is in the MVP conversation in Toronto, I think that's a big big chance that he stays cuz he's going to be really the only star that we have. Kyle Lowry is going to make the All-Star team, but everyone knows damn well Kyle Lowry's not not <laughs> a star. And not anymore, right? Like I'm not like I'm not even trying to be mean. It's just like he's old. He's more of a like he's more of a gritty player than he used to be. His usage is going to go down. It went down last year. It's going to go down this year. Like hit like the bench unit is way better. His minutes are going to go down. That's just that's just how it is. Kawhi Leonard's gonna be the only star really on this team. And chances are they're gonna finish in the top two, barring, you know, fatal injury. This team's gonna finish in the top two in the Eastern Conference. And last year they had, you know, the second best record in the league. I could see that happening again. I really could. So yep. I you know, I think if they're just really competitive throughout push, you know, if it if it comes down to it and we lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, as long as we push it to 6-7, you know, really competitive games. I I don't see why he wouldn't stay. But then again, like making it to the, if you don't make it to the finals and you can see maybe an easier path somewhere else, we might be we might be waving goodbye to quiet at the end of the season. Which would be heartbreaking. So, a lot of a lot of teams, I just said, you know, I think that they're going to they're going to place in the in the top two, a lot of a lot of people and a lot of you know sports blogs out there, ESPN, all that kind of stuff, are kind of putting the Raptors and Celtics interchangeable at one and two. I was listening to a you know the Open Floor podcast uh, a couple days ago. It came out um, last week, and they're basically saying that Toronto has no chance of coming in first place because everybody on the team's overrated. And then I'm listening to other podcasts that are saying. You know, no, they're you know they're definitely going to be in first place. Like they're such a deep team, all this kind of stuff, and it's like I don't, I don't know who to believe. I really don't know who to believe. Well, definitely so, not the guy that's ever overrated. Yeah, it, that yeah. Okay, yeah, obviously, obviously not. But where do you think where do you think the Raptors are going to play? So I'll I'll throw I'll throw this out here. The Toronto Raptors over under for this year, um, is 54.5 wins, right? So 54.5 wins. The over would be winning more than 55. The under would be winning 54. So like, what do you think about that? Do you think, do you think they can go over that? Do you think they, they're they going to be under? What's up? Mm. And, and keep in mind, they won 59 last season. Yeah, Yeah. Right. Uh, they, they won 59 last season.
1: I think that, the over/under right now is is a safe bet that people were putting it at. I don't because like no one really expected us last year to get that many wins, but now we definitely have a better team, and I I think definitely because we play more Eastern Conference teams that will have a higher record. That's I the thing,
0: again, right? Like the Eastern Conference, like sucks. it's it's not that it sucks because. The top teams, like the top three, yeah, top teams four are teams are really good, really competitive. Obviously, they're not the Warriors, but they're really good, competitive teams. But it's once you get, you know, basically out of the playoffs, the teams suck. The teams suck. So I, but, and you're totally right. Like, you are totally right that these teams are going to be playing, or the Raptors are going to be playing these bum ass teams <laughs> and probably whooping them by 30, 40 points with the bench playing 30 minutes. Yep. So, I, like, I want to go over. I want to go over for this. Mark me down for over because they're, like, I don't I don't see how they could have a worse record other than maybe, you know, Nick Nurse playing with the lineups a lot and, you know, playing a bunch of guys in the fourth quarter that, you know, wouldn't necessarily, just testing things out in fourth quarters that maybe caused us a couple games, but... I don't think that they will lose like two or three more games than they they did last year because this team is so talented, and so deep, and I think the young guys are just gonna get better. OG is gonna get better. Siakam, everybody's praising Siakam already. So including me, incl- yeah, including the both of us. So I don't know how this guy is gonna. Like, I don't know how this team's gonna like, get worse.
1: I we I can say uh you can put me down for pushing sixty. That's that's All right. what I'm saying.
0: All right. Yeah, you know what? So, I'm gonna, uh sixty. That's
1: fifty nine last year.
0: Yeah. The only my only That's thing is, my only thing is what I just said because they like they might they might not have solid rotations throughout, so they might not be consistent, and players might not necessarily be totally like. I don't know man like I I know that he's come out and said like Nick Nurse has come out and said that he's going to be switching lineups a lot and and all this kind of stuff so I I do think that I do think that they might not make 60 just because of that because they're not going to be playing the same Guys, all the time. They're-
1: Maybe he's just talking about the beginning of the season, though. Like, w- like I feel like once he finds that that unit that works really well together, he's just gonna run that. Yeah. Because like you, w- we want first place. There, we don't not want to be there because that just means a worse time in the playoffs. Even though last year didn't really help us because we fought, we got Cleveland. But
0: yeah, I, yeah, no, I know. I totally agree. I now I really we agree. don't
1: now, other than the, like you said, the top four teams really. We don't really have a problem, and even like the only like I feel like the only team that's going to put up a serious fight is going to be Boston in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, probably. You're not wrong. So if you think they're going to be over 60 wins, do you think they they place first in the Eastern Conference?
1: I, I don't see how they wouldn't.
0: Okay. Yeah. See, that's I think they're going to come first place as well, but I don't necessarily know if they're going to push 60.
1: Yeah. I mean. Uh, that's what, I just, I just think they will.
0: Yeah, no, I and I can, I see why. Like, I could see the Raptors winning 63, 64 games, but I could also see them winning, like, 55, 54 yeah, games, 52, right? Like, yeah, 52, so like I see your point. It's not that there's a high variance with this team because we know what they can do. Like, we know how good this team actually is, but I think that the, ah, like, just the lineup changes might kind of screw them up and if there's an injury like we've had, we had pretty good health last year so i think i'm going to go under 59 but i am going to place them first in the east because like we, like you said at the top of the show Kyrie Irving looked awful yesterday terrible Gordon yesterday. Hayward did not look good in the first half he kind of cleaned it up in the second but he did not look good and neither did Philadelphia Philadelphia did not look good at all, other than
1: like literally just the, just Ben the Simmons, just, just Ben sophomores. Simmons. That's Simmons it. Simmons and Tatum were the only two who were putting in work. Yeah,
0: like Jalen Brown did all right, but come on, like I think by the end of the season, uh, Gordon's gonna have find his found his step, and oh, yeah. Kyrie will. You know, there's gonna be a lot of usage in Kyrie, and once those guys find it, Jason Tatum's gonna go downhill. So, it's I know how good of a coach Brad Stevens is, but it's you gotta kind of you know, mix the right attitudes with each other and play the right people at all the times. But, I, yeah, Raptors in first place. Are we both going Raps in first place? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So now if they're in first place, they're obviously making the playoffs here. Do you think they – how far do you think they go in the playoffs? Like, do they get past the Eastern Conference Finals? Do they make it to the finals? What do you think? (sighs)
1: Well, like you said before, like well, not like that you said it, but Boston is gonna be a series like that will be a series probably a seven six games prop like I I'd assume seven because they're not gonna go down with like they they pushed Cleveland pretty hard with no nobody really
0: okay but they pushed Cleveland who also had nobody except LeBron they, the the <laughs> they had LeBron the but like you know what I'm saying. Like I agree. He had
1: the playoffs of his like he he yeah. did as well as ever. Ever, yeah. No, like, I agree. In the yeah. playoffs, and
0: the Celtics pushed him to a point of almost losing
1: because he was tired. Like, yeah, it was because he was tired and he had nobody. But like, they didn't have like they didn't have a superstar on that team. Yeah, I I think it will be a seven game series against Boston, but I think that Toronto can pull it out and get to the finals. If yeah. Nick Nurse isn't an idiot.
0: Yeah, I think. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, I don't know how we can really determine how Nick Nurse is going to be in the playoffs because we've never really seen him uh, coach before other than in the G League. I think he's going to be good. I think it's going to be a, a, a nice system for the team. And as long as Kawhi does well, I think the Raptors are going to do well because it's basically the same team as last year you know, like it's basically the same team. So if his system can be implemented properly with Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, not so much, I think that they can like find their footing at the right time and they could just probably, you know, sweep first round potentially run through whoever they're playing in the second round, whether it's, you know, Philly, if they come, uh, if they come in second place or, you know, Milwaukee or Indiana, If they come in, if they come in first, can't see them really losing in the first or second round, other than an injury, right, to a guy like Kawhi or like OG Valanciunas or or Lowry. But even then, like the only injury that could see them losing in the first round would be Kawhi Leonard, because the rest of the team is still so good. Mm -hmm. And then you know that I think I think it is going to be Boston and Toronto in the conference finals, just because. They're stacked. They're such good teams. I just, I just don't know if they can beat the Celtics in a seven-game series. You don't? I don't. Like I don't know if they can. Oh. I th- um, I think it's I think it's totally possible, and I think that if it's the Kawhi Leonard from two years ago, yes, it's gonna happen. But, but we
1: haven't seen him. We haven't we have seen, seen him in two years. We
0: haven't seen him since then, right? So I'd. I can't. I can't say confidently that they'll make it to the finals.
1: See, like that's that's what my thing was. Like, I'm not confident that they will, but I think that they can.
0: Yeah. If so, if everything goes right for the Raptors this season, right? Like, if everything goes right, Kawhi Leonard's as good as we've ever seen him. He's an MVP candidate. OG took a step forward. Ba- or not a Baka. Uh, Siakam took a step forward. Ibaka's, you know, back to playing half decent basketball. Valentinus takes a little bit of a step forward. Lowry's good. Everything like that. What do you think the best case scenario is for this team like regular season-wise, playoff-wise? What do you think it is?
1: Best case?
0: Best case scenario. Win,
1: finish first, doesn't matter how many games we win as long as you finish first, uh go into the finals and like pushing pushing Golden State to six games I feel like is what best case could be
0: And you, so you think that's possible?
1: I do think that's possible.
0: Okay, I like that. See, for me it's, you know, something like 63-64, you know, 63 to 65 wins, something like that. First seed in the East, making it to the finals and competing with Golden State in like you know, five games. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe like maybe six, but I don't think they can be competitive for six straight games against Golden State. I really don't.
1: it doesn't even have to be six straight; just like two of the games. Yeah, where they can and then take pushing. Yeah, I agree. Golden State.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah, there we go. I think we stand. We're somewhat in a similar position there, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So seeding wise, we'll kind of jump. Uh, you know we're still talking raptors but we'll jump kind of like what do you think the top 4 seeds in the east are going to be obviously like the obvious ones are you know Boston Toronto Philly but then there's that fourth team that you know you, you can't really tell what how are you going to how are you going to seed like the top 4 here
1: uh, definitely well not definitely but i still think that washington's there
0: you still think washington's in the top 4 oh yeah okay Okay, I think I think that four seed either goes to Milwaukee or uh, Indiana. I'm throwing See,
1: Milwaukee. Milwaukee just had so many problems. Like last year, they sucked. Yeah. Like even with Kumbo, like people had brought in like Bledsoe, and like it was just it was not good. I know. I maybe with their new coach
0: they can. That's what I'm saying. They have they have holes where it'll space things out a little yeah. bit for for Giannis. Um,
1: like Giannis is still top five in the league. Like nah, he's yeah, yeah, amazing for sure, for sure. But I don't know his team's like a random. Isn't that great?
0: Yeah, his the the Bucks stink. They really do. <laughs> the Bucks stink. But
1: it was like Cleveland. I think they stink, but like they had LeBron, so they got far.
0: Yeah. So I, I think if I don't think Milwaukee's making any noise really in the playoffs, but you know Middleton's a half decent player. Bledsoe, when he's good...
1: When he's good, he's good. Is,
0: you know, yeah, but how often is that, right? How often I is mean, that?
1: I think you're right maybe with the Pacers. Because like, the Pacers oh, are a really is good disgusting. Oladipo has come out so much in that last year. Like, he was pushed hard because, like, he left Oklahoma, who... Obviously, he didn't get to be who he was because of Westbrook being there, and then his him being in that that main star role just made him into a like an elite player, like top ten. I think yeah. like he is just so good,
0: and I think man, like he works so hard. He could even take another step forward. Like oh, he yeah. could even like his defense is phenomenal. His offense is really really good. I think if he worked as hard as he did last off season, this off season, which I I I'm sure he did. He mm-hmm. could he could take another jump forward. I mean, that uh uh Turner guy, the tall Turner guy on that Turner, team. Yeah. He looks like a beast now. And I think he's going to be scary. He's already scary. And yeah, I th- He was scary as Ricky yeah, here. Yeah, and I think that guy is going to take a step forward. I think they had some good off-season additions like I can't name them, but I know I can picture their faces. And I, I don't know I think they're gonna be a problem this year, so I think for me it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Toronto, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee in my top four.
1: Like what about top six? Where do you where do you put in the top six? Since I know you want to put Washington up there.
0: Top six? Okay, I'll do I'll do. I'm starting from the top here. Toronto one, Boston two, Philly three, Milwaukee four. Pacers 5, Heat 6, I think. Really? I think. Really? Yeah, I do think so. Okay. I think there's just so many... I think there's just too many problems with that Washington team.
1: Yeah, like there was the beef with Gortat and Wall and Like Gor- Gortat's
0: gone, but Dwight Howard's not much better. Like, if they can find a oh, good... Oh, yeah,
1: Dw- I forgot he was on that team. If they
0: can find a good, solid use for Dwight Howard, then throw them in my top 5. But Dwight Howard has caused so I much mean, he problems. Had,
1: he had really good games last year. Yeah, no. And I, he, he got a 20
0: I think I think he can put up, you know, 12, 13 rebounds a game and add maybe, you know, 15, 16 points, but okay. I the problems like if they cool. had problems with Gortat, you're going to have some problems with Dwight Howard. I don't care who you are. If you're having problems with Marcin Gortat, you're damn well going to have problems with Dwight Howard. No doubt in my mind. And he's injured right now. I think he's going to play within the first week or two. But if you you start off injured, come on. Yeah. Come on.
1: Okay, for my top 6, uh I'm going to be well, obviously Toronto.
0: Is this ben. Is this in order?
1: Yeah, like, right. starting from number one. Yeah, Toronto, okay. Boston, Philly, the Pacers, then Washington, then Milwaukee, then the Heat. I don't even know, like, the, the rest of the teams are so bad that I can't even put someone in the eighth spot. Like, it could be a free-for-all.
0: Pistons. I, I'd say Pistons in the eighth spot.
1: But the Pistons sucked last year, dude.
0: Yeah, but I I get that. But who else are you you gonna put the Nets in there? The Knicks, Charlotte.
1: <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like it's like a free from maybe Charlotte because they've got Kemba. <sighs> yeah. But like, I don't know. Like it's such a free like that's what, like last year. Do you remember the the West last year? That was crazy.
0: That was like sick. they were
1: they were all good teams and they were all competing. That was a that was a like a m like. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be like that with bad teams. That's what it's going to be like in the East.
0: That'll be fun too, though. I mean, I think I think the Raptors are just going to steamroll over anybody past the sixth seed.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Also, another point I want to make on on the Raptors and like how good I think they're going to be is like, or how much like they've improved is they did really poorly against like elite teams. You know what I mean? Like teams that were in the top 10 in the league, top five in the league, they just like didn't beat all that much. They competed with them, but they didn't beat them. And I think the addition of Kawhi Leonard is going to help that so, so much because it's just like nobody was able to stop a star player last year. Nobody. This year, Kawhi Leonard can stop anybody. Yep. Anybody. He's he's stopped LeBron LeBron in his prime. That's why he won Finals MVP. He's stopped Kevin Durant. He's stopped James Harden. He's stopped those, yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. every superstar. He can like he stop stats, Ben Simmons. Yeah, dude. He can stop Ben Simmons. He can stop Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, anybody. You name anybody in the entire NBA, Kawhi Leonard can stop. And that's just that. Maybe not, maybe not a big, but Kawhi Leonard can damn sure compete against the big too. 100% he can compete against a guy like Embiid. Maybe not stop him, but he can he can compete. So that's what I think. That's what I think. All right, so past all that, we talked earlier that we talked earlier that Nick Nurse is going to be, you know, shifting the lineups a bunch at least early on in the season. He'll be playing a bunch of different guys with, you know, with different people and at different points in the game, all that kind of stuff. Who do you think is going to be, like, the top start? Like, not necessarily top starting five, but kind of the, the best starting five on this team. Not starting five, sorry. I, I keep saying starting five. The best five on this team. Like, when you need a bucket or when you just need to win a game, what do you think that start? I keep saying starting five. When do you think that five is going to be? Like... What do you think it's gonna be? There's the obvious names that are gonna be on there, but I want I want to hear your your opinion on this one.
1: Okay, so like in the preseason, Nick Nurse tried out a bunch of like he did a full defensive team that you know obviously the the Kawhi, Danny Green, Miles, Ibaka, Lowry, which I mean it was preseason so it didn't really matter, but like that team won't get you like the super like scoring ability because, like, Ibaka's, is... I mean, he, he was doing better in the preseason, but I still think he's he's butt. Like, he's still old, and maybe using him only for defense is probably the best option. But I feel... Well, the people I'm going to put out there, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, I still think that Kyle Lowry has that starting role because he's such, like... He's such a captain of the team because he knows, like... He's been there forever, and he's run that team for so long. I, I now after watching Danny Green in the preseason, he's does he deserves that starting role because he, I'll read you off the stats from, uh, his his last game against Brooklyn. He didn't play in the New Orleans game, but against Brooklyn, 21 minutes. He had seven for nine field goals made, which is incredible, then he had 6 for 7, 3 points made, which is insane, he had 2 for 2 uh, free throws and then he had 5 steals 4 rebounds, 22 points in 21 minutes, that's amazing stats and like, those 5 steals just proves that he's an amazing defensive player, because he can poke that ball out, like Kyle Lowry was known for, but he's just a, he's a better scorer than Lowry he's better defensively I think he deserves that starting role. Then Valanchunas, who has taken steps, like you said, or could even take more this year as the center, he's great offensively in the post. He's, I I don't know about defensively yet, but I think he's still, sorry, Siri just caught me saying something. I don't know why. Um, but Valanchunas definitely is my starting center. Then this last position, They've originally been starting miles, miles there, but I don't know. I think that Siakam could be there. I think he's reached that level. Like he's he's done so well in this off season, like in this preseason and in the offseason, just like getting ready for for the season. Like Hunter knows what I'm I'm talking about right now, but this game he had against New Orleans just was so good. He had six for fourteen field goals made. 1 for 4, 3 points made. That's not that great. But 28 minutes, 21 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals. 8 for 12 free throws made. That's really good. So I think that my starting 5 would be Kawhi Leonard, Siakam, Danny Green, Kyle Lowry, Valanchunas.
0: All right, I like that. I really do like that. Um, that's a dangerous starting 5 for sure for sure um mine is gonna be mine is gonna be kyle lowry at the one obviously kyle lowry point guard danny green at the two og and Kawhi leonard you know like interchangeable at the three or four and I think this is this is why, like, this is going to be my favorite. I don't know necessarily know if it's going to be the best, but it's going to be my favorite. It's going to be the most fun. Pascal Siakam at the five. At the five. At the eh? five. I
1: thought you were going to say
0: Moose. No. I, I, I got worried. I think, I really do think that that is going to be the most fun lineup out there because Lowry's gritty. Danny Green's gritty. Kawhi's gritty OG's gritty and Pascal is just an athletic specimen that the Raptors have never really had before like ever like OG and is the same way he's just like an athletic freak mm-hmm. that is kind of like he's not even close to the same player as Kawhi Leonard but in terms of skill type it's gonna be the that will be the hardest team that you will that you will face like right there I think that will be the toughest lineup to face. Yeah,
1: yeah, with that one you just said no one is gonna have space. No, no one's, one's gonna, gonna have, have like have that space. is that
0: will be the longest. Like Green and Lowry, like Lowry's little dinosaur arms, you know, is <laughs> that not too much length, but Green's pretty long. OG and Kawhi and Siakam are freakishly long. Like freakishly long. It's I like I I think that would be the most exciting. You could interchange Danny Green with Fred Van Fleet there. Because I I like Kyle Lowry off ball, I like Van Fleet off ball as well. So I think you could kind of mix and match those guys. But man, that team that that lineup would be fun to watch, dude.
1: Yeah, I, well, now that you said that, I I'm not gonna change mine. I still like. I, that's what I want to see. Just because Balanchunas has proved himself, I think he still deserves that starting role. But I think yeah, like Og and Siakam are just. They've they've moved up in the world of basketball in terms of how like how much they've grown.
0: Yeah, but so I initially when when I first kind of like thought about my favorite lineup when I first thought about it I was thinking Valanciunas in my in my best five as well because yes he he is great but imagine what this guy can do like if he's not in the starting lineup imagine what this guy can do against second string yeah. centers man this guy will dominate he will be. Like he could be, if he comes off the bench, six man of the year, I'm calling it right now. If this guy comes off the bench all year, six man of the year, I guarantee it. And then you got Serge Ibaka there to play defense for him on the, off the bench. Chances are not many people are going to score. You got Fred Van Fleet holding the ball. Jonas Valanciunas, like, Oh, it would be awesome, man. I think it would be awesome if you were to come off the bench, but I also wouldn't, you know, I would not hate Nick Nurse. If he was a, if he was a, uh, if he was a starter, cause he's great. He's really good. Alrighty. So now that we have our starting five, is there anybody I'm kind of putting you on the spot here? Cause we didn't say that we were going to talk about this, but I, I saw something on Instagram today and it, it got me thinking, who do we think is, you know, if we're trying to get, if we're missing a piece somewhere, which I, I don't really think we are. But if we're missing a piece here or there, who do you think can get traded from this team? Like, who do you think is a good trade asset that we could, you know, maybe get a somewhat valuable piece for? If, if for some reason, you know, we're missing something as a, you know, a big man or whatever, what do you think? See, I mean, like, it's not really that,
1: like. On spot because we like you and me have talked about this for so long, especially with those Butler rumors. You and me were talking about like who could potentially go and turn like because I mean we didn't want to see anyone go because we didn't really want Butler, especially because he was only a one year. But I think you can't. You do not trade Siakam or OG because they're such great forces at such a young age. You can get rid of Ibaka for me. I don't really care. Kyle Lowry, even, you could trade him. Uh, because you have Fred, who is pretty much there in terms of the starting. Like like you were talking about, you could interchange him. But I think that Fred has proved he can start as as that one. But uh, I want to say, like, Powell, yes, because he hasn't been playing well. But, like, no one will really want him. DeLon Wright is is there for a great bench player, but also someone you could see go. Um, and then, like, no one really... Like, we already traded Podol, who I didn't want to trade because he was such a great center at such a young age. Like, he was he was on par to take over the starting position. Like, he was on track, I mean. So, uh, for me, the the main people that you could trade for somebody would be Ibaka, who, who teams would want because he's still... Good defensively, and he'll score you a bucket here or there. Lowry is a great, like runner of a team, like he and he's still considered by everything I've seen matching it, like putting him in the top twenty, even like twentieth, nineteenth. Seen him at twenty-two, like people are rating him high, and I mean if if people if other teams see that and they want to give up a lot for him, like fine by me. Like, take him. Uh, and then Powell and DeLon Wright as the the bench players who you could trade. So, like, those four guys, I think that you could trade and it wouldn't hurt our team that much. But, uh, yeah, like, what do you think, Hunter?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, like, all the guys you said, I, I, I kind of agree with. The only thing with Lowry and Ibaka is you won't be able to get much for them to be completely honest. Like they're, they're both. I like, I wouldn't say like a is not old. He's like 28, 29, apparently (laughs) Um, he's like 28, 29. Uh, Lowry's, you know, thirties, getting paid $30 million. Not a lot of teams can afford that. I, and I, I don't think you can get guys to kind of replace them really. So who I'm going to say is either Norman Powell or DeLon, Bright And here, here's why. So Norman Powell is getting paid. I think this is the first season that his extension is coming into effect, and that's, what, $10 million a year? Yep. So if you can trade him even for someone who's not necessarily going to be, you know, that man, like who's not going to be as good as Powell, I'd be okay with that just to get a little bit of money off the books. And, you know, if, if we need someone in that spot, like that kind of forward guard spot, you know swapping Powell for him or or getting Powell out of there like isn't always the worst because we got a lot of forwards you know like we got a lot of guards right we got a lot of good yeah. capable guards and our forwards we got a pretty deep you know forward system here so getting rid of Powell I think would be okay getting money off the books but that's totally dependent on how he plays like if he plays to what people think he's capable of watch out Nobody's trading this guy. People will people will be calling. Uh-huh. No, no, sir. That's what I'd be saying. And the other guy I think is is Delon Wright, and Delon Wright, I think, is in a really good position. You know, he's behind guys like, you know, Kyle Lowry. He was, you know, kind of playing behind, uh, Demar Derozan last year as well, and, I think, in that in that sense, he's in a good position but in the, in the sense of playing time, I don't know how much he's going to get. I, especially, like, especially if a guy like Norm Powell can perform, I don't know if DeLon Wright's going to get a lot of playing time because he, he's good, he's not great, and his upside isn't really, like, it's, yeah, I, I don't think his upside is all that much. Like I don't think the best player that Delon Wright could be is like a star or anything like that. Where I, I think Norman Powell could potentially be a star and they might have more, you know, leniency on him and, you know, try to play him more and grow him more. And then he's behind guys like Danny Green, Kyle Lowry, like I just said. They might want to get Lorenzo Brown a couple minutes, Fred Van Fleet is a massive part of this offense right and anything like he's just a massive part of this team so I think DeLon Wright to be that guy he'll have to take a massive step forward like a massive jump forward and kind of surpass Norman Powell which I think he has but you know surpass him in the minds of what Norman Powell did in his rookie season surpass Fred Van Fleet and then he'll be getting minutes behind Lowry but I don't know if I really see that happening I really don't because Van Fleet is just so good, and you know Lowry. You're not gonna. I don't think anyone's taking that starting spot away from Lowry. We're we're getting long here. We're gonna finish this podcast with a couple more Kawhi Leonard questions. Do you think it's realistic that he can win MVP?
1: MVP? No, I no? don't think so. Okay, um, I think Defensive Player of the Year. Yes, yeah. If he is back to his old self, but with how LeBron is playing right now, and Harden, and KD. And AD, all those guys, I don't think that he could be... I mean, to be honest, we haven't seen him play in a while. He could possibly be in that contention, but I think he's more of a defensive player of the year, especially because, like, who's won the last one? Like, Draymond Green and uh, Rudy Gobert? Gobert. yeah. Yeah, I still think it's Kawhi's to win. I don't think that anyone else could dethrone him if he's playing at his top. Like, MVP... Cause he's like, ugh, they favor more, like of the all around, like not all around, but like scoring players, like Harden, or AD, or like LeBron is just everything, so it's hard to like, especially like since it's LeBron, and then like Westbrook winning because he got the triple double average, but I don't, I don't think who I could win. Uh, well, I don't want to say that. Like I don't think that. Compared to like LeBron, like that the NBA will award him with an MVP, probably a defensive player of the year if he's playing like himself, but MVP, I don't think so.
0: I think he can win it. And here's why. I think that if the Raptors are in first place by the end of the year, have 60 plus wins, everyone's going to say, obviously, that's Kawhi Leonard who made that happen. Obviously this, obviously that. And as true as that, I you know, like, it might be true, it might not be true. We'll see how he plays. But if he can put up, like, 26, 27, even, like, potentially 28 points a game and be so impactful on defense that he's in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year, he could win it. I think he could win MVP just just based on that.
1: See, like, he did that. In his years, he won Defensive Player of the Year, and he didn't win MVP.
0: I know. And No, I like, I, I just think it could happen because... He will be the man on a first place team if they yeah. happen to make it this far. And then my last question, I forget what it was. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't remember that last question that I had. That's all right. All right. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't, that ain't no problem. All right, buddy. Uh, It was great talking hoops with you. I am ecstatic for this game to start um, I'm yeah, I'm you know like I don't Two know 2 hours and 40 yeah, minutes like I'm jittery right now I'm jittery um, anyways guys go up to our website take6.org check all of our stuff out we put out a podcast on Monday um, check that out it's pretty good we've got articles on the site about Jays Raptors TFC Leafs everybody everything Toronto you let us know what we should talk about let us know you know, go to our Facebook page at take six, Twitter at take underscore six, Instagram at take six podcast. You guys know where to reach us and please do because we love hearing feedback from you guys. We love hearing what you guys want to hear. Thank you so much for listening from take six. Peace.